What's up, DRS? Welcome to Fatty Chills, the first ever new podcast featuring Shmuel Benjamini and I'm Freddie Grunsfeld. And we'll be discussing all the ins and outs that all the DRS students want to know about. Now, Freddie, you said you have something very interesting to discuss. Please. Yeah. So, uh, as we know, um, Hanukkah will be coming up uh, on the 25th day of the third month in the lunar system, the lunar calendar, uh, called Kislev, or as Ashkenazim might pronounce it, Kislev. Okay. Can I get an English date on that? English date? Yeah. I'm not aware of any English calendar. Oh. Let's move on. You don't hold the English English calendar? English calendar? What's an English calendar? Um, the solar candle, calendar. Oh, you mean the Gregorian calendar? Yes, that the one. Gregorian calendar. Not Mr. Vodazar, but we can move on. Okay. okay. Um, uh, all right. So... DRS, uh, really a big part of DRS is trying to make uh, it less school and kind of more like camp for five-year-olds. Um, <laughs> they want the Rebbeim to like relate to the kids, all to wear sunglasses and be cool. Yeah, you know, uh, 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 it's not even like a camp for teenagers, it's kind of more like a camp for five-year-olds. So preschool. Preschool. And, and, and because of that, they kind of thought they were dealing with preschoolers, so when they were making the posters for announcing what everything was, they weren't really worried about accuracy because they thought we couldn't read anyway. <laughs> um, so when they made up, they're having a thing each day. They're having like Thursday cookies or something. And I think pizza. I don't know. It's like, it's like Tuesday has cookies, Costco cookies. I don't know. And, and donuts and latkes. And then they decided to bring Joey Newcomb. Joey Newcomb. Can't do anything but sing about hot pickles. You know, we've had Joey Newcomb. <laughs> the crock of the pickle. The crock of the pickle. We had Joey Newcomb here. We've had, and we sat in a hot room eating hot pickles for an hour with Rabbi Weberman guarding the door, not letting us leave. You know, okay. you know, there's a reason why uh, 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 even like the kids who only listen to Jew, quote unquote Jewish music aren't listening to Joey Newcomb. <laughs> Joey Newcomb has no musical ability. So I'm, I'm not really sure why. DRS decided to invite him, but like I said, I think I actually do know why, because I think they're preschoolers, we're preschoolers, so we don't really understand these You things. think Joey Newcomb's entire audience is preschool kids? Like little yeshiva's preschool kids eating the pickles and singing <laughs> no, the songs? No, no, Joey Newcomb's entire audience is his family. <laughs> <laughs> they're, bringing, they're bringing Joey Newcomb into DRS because everybody Weberman is his cousin. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, moving on from Joey Newcomb. Hashem, you not came with more. Right. So, 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 so these posters have, have really inaccurate dates. And like we said, it's because they think that we can't read anyway. Now, what reading level do you think they think we are on? We are on. No, 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 no. Meaning most four-year-olds can read Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and they can also read one, two, three, four. So they really must think we're three years old. Okay. But <laughs> Who do you but, think made the posters? Larry? No, no, no. That was definitely Rabbi Farber. That's Rabbi Farber's thing. <laughs> <laughs> he thought he was making it for his uh, two-year-old kids. I don't know. He just he doesn't really care so much, you know. Right, but you know, speaking of not caring, there's nobody that doesn't give a crap about anything more than Rabbi Balsam. You ask Love Rabbi, Rabbi Balsam any single question, and he'll just look at you. <laughs> where do you, Rabbi? Rabbi, where do your kids go to school? <laughs> Rabbi, where do you go to school? <laughs> I don't know. Do you think Rabbi, he's a good Rabbi though? Rabbi, what well, what day is it today? I don't know. Maybe when's the test? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> what did you get on the first Balsam test? First Balsam test, and I got a 97. Um, Rabbi Balsam is an amazing rub. Um, Rabbi Balsam, 
We'd love, we'd love to have this, on the this, podcast. This, this, there's nothing better than Brad Balsam just hacking about the DRS basketball team, uh, Aloha Shalom, um, and, and, and other topics like television and different comedians and his takes on them. That, that's like the highlight of Homage Class. Um, so, so, yeah. What do you think his biggest take on DRS basketball team was? Who, Aloha Shalom, lost to Waterbury? Guys, guys. You, you actually need to put the ball through the hoop to get points. You can't just stand there on the other side of the court and expect for the scoreboard to just keep adding points. You actually need to get balls through the hoop. What do you think the issue was in that Waterbury game? You know, some boys, Rahman al-Itzlan, have some problems with substances. And, uh, the no, nowhere in DRS, nowhere in DRS. Oh, of course not. <laughs> no. Uh, of course, not Shivi either. Um, 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 but the the the, the is there's some troubled boys. Um, there's some troubled boys that 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 you know they're involved in different substances, drugs, alcohol, alcohol, al- alcohol, and um, and 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 they have nowhere to go, so they go to Waterbury. It's kind of like an orphanage for kids who still have parents. Um, <laughs> So 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 they're 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 in Waterbury. They're kind of they drove two hours, three hours from Connecticut. They're, they they they're kind of all hooked on drugs, so they might as well just add steroids anyway. Uh, so so yeah, so they added steroids and they they won the game. And at that point, DRS like thought it was it's Waterbury. They, they probably you know well, the day of the game they said yo these Waterbury kids they literal no lung capacity, no lung capacity. Do you think there is any any truth to that to that trope? No, evidently not. You 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 get some uh, you get some steroids and it, it equals it out. Okay, whatever. We put, that, we, 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 we put that game behind us. We put that game behind us. We don't have to we, have to, we don't have to worry about Just that. Just only three and two. Three and two. You know, Roy Balsam has a nice line he always talks about. Roy Balsam, one of the things about Roy Balsam is most of the time you know what he's gonna say because he kind of <laughs> says the same thing every day. Robert Baldwin, when, when, he, when he has his students on the basketball team, uh, he often reports that they tell him, We should have won that game, Rebbe. We're so much better than them. And, you know, Robert Baldwin tells that his, uh, his response every time is, Okay, then just play them and win. If you're better than them, then just do it. So well, evidently, DRS is not better than Waterbury. Evidently, either they just don't give a crap, or they thought they were going to have an easy, so they weren't prepared. Or, yeah, they're just not as good as Waterbury on steroids. Um, yeah, but, but Do you think DRS needs to take steroids now to equal out the Waterbury? You know, it's a good question. It's, it's, it's a good question. I, I'm not sure, but... I'm, I'm not going to answer this because I may okay. have to go to jail. Okay. Um, do, you, do you think if we had Ivory in as the only player, like taking a one v five, you know, have better? So chance? if we had like six Ivories on our team, just like why do you need a six one? No, you know, just in case <laughs> one of them one is like yeah, you know, Doctor Wallbaum, he's a PhD in chemistry. He could mommish make a copy of Ivory and just make five copies, in fact. So that 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 that, that if I was the coach, that's what I'd do. I would kick everyone off the team, but Ivory. No, 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 you just. Yeah, 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 and make and replace them with Ivries. Yeah, exactly. But we don't mean to we don't mean to say anything bad about the other players. They just you know they're not skilled in the fine arts of shooting. Okay, moving on to the basketball team. Moving on to the basketball team. You know, this week's parsha 
Uh, there's a very, there's a very, very strange thing that happened. What part is it this week? This week's parsha, today's date is uh, November 23rd in the Gregorian calendar. Uh, this week's parsha is Parshas Vayeshev. Okay. Now, everyone knows, they, they, everyone that went to Yeshiva Elementary School, so not now, right, excluding <laughs> Hal, uh, 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 learned from Moragiti about how Yosef was sold to Mitzrayim. But who is Moragiti? The one that teaches every single kid in a little Yeshiva. Elementary school. I don't think every, I don't think everyone was taught by Morgiti. All right, we have different opinions there. <laughs> um, okay, but but getting to the point now. Now, who sold Yosef? That's that's a, that's a question that his brothers some, and then got some fire kicks in return. Right. So 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 let's read some of the verses. We'll do it in English for the Hal kids. Um, let's 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 pull it up. So one time. What, we're reading from the uh, second... I just, I just like to say, we sit down to do this podcast. Freddie pulls out a Navi and a Chobosh that goes, just in case. Continue. Right. right. Uh, 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 we're starting from the second uh, portion of the Torah uh, 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 portion for the week. Uh, Correct. Again, in non-Halb language, that is the second Aliyah of this week's parsha. Aliyah. Okay. Uh, if you're Sefaradi, if you need translation, this is the Aliyah Sheni of our Pirasha. Okay. Right, now, I'll start reading. So one time when his brothers had gone to pasture their father's flock in Shechem... Israel said to Joseph, Your brothers are pasturing at Shechem. Come, I will send you to them. He answered, I am ready. And he said to him, Go and see how your brothers are and how the flocks are faring, uh, and bring me back word. So he sent from the valley of Hebron when he reached Shechem. Okay. A man came upon them wandering the fields. Okay, all this is not yeah, really important for we get that. purposes. So now let's skip down to when he actually gets to his brothers. So that's starting from the third portion of this week's Parsha. Would you ever sell one of your brothers for new shoes? Like some, some new Jordans, let's say. What's a Jordan? <laughs> uh, we all know Freddie has these very fire green Nike oh, shoes. the Zalewski 2s. Yeah. The, the Zalewski 2s. <laughs> Shout out to our Zalewski also rocking the green Nikes. Yeah. It looks like a Teenage Mutant Ninja no, Turtle I, died I, I, and you I shoved your foot inside I it. would sell my brother for maybe some loose farm. I could use some loose farm. But let, let's, get, let's get on to the Parsha. Now, and when Joseph came up to his brothers, they stripped Joseph of his tunic. They ornamented the tunic that he was wearing and took him to the pit. The pit was empty. There was no water in it. Famous Rashi, Havor, Reik, and Bobayim. If you're interested in that Rashi, you could go see it in every Chumash uh, that you have other than the Koran, which has no Mepharshim. Okay. The Koran? Koran. 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 It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a company. Very good okay. company. Okay. Then they sat down to, to, meal, to a meal. Looking up, they saw... Uh, Caravan of Ismailites coming from Gilead, their camels bearing gum, balm, and lamb. Gum. gum, it's a spice. A part of spices to be taken to Egypt. Then Judah said to his brother, Why do we gain what do we gain by killing our brother and covering up his blood? Come let us sell him to the Ishmaelites, but let us not do away with ourselves. After all, he is our brother, our own flesh. His brothers agreed. Now, seconds later, uh, the, 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 the the text seemingly switch is from the name the Ishmaelites to the Midianites. Right? So then it says, when the Midianite traders passed by. What do we mean the Midianite? What about the Midianite traders? They're not the Midianite traders. It was the Ismailite tra- uh, traders. Okay, so now uh, I'd like to share um, some opinions of the Rishonim. Can we so, get this real quick? Like, just sum it up. Yeah, sum it up. So the Ibn Azra, along with uh, Radak, uh, Rabi, the Weed of Kunhain, uh saying that proving it off of a Pasuk in Shofetim and Perkhet Pasuk. Benjamin, you know this. Of course, I'm holding. You know this. I am in Rabbi Wolf's here. Shout out to Rabbi Wolf. Hi, Rabbi. Great to hear us, Rabbi. Hi, Rabbi. <coughs> this is Shoftim, Perik Het, Pasuk, Kaftalet, Vayomer Alehem Gid'on, 
אשאלה מכם שאלה, ותני לי איש נזם שללו, תמצא זהב להם, כי ישמעאלים הם. In reference to Midianim. Clearly, Midian and Ishmael are the same. Now that's the Sephardi approach. Now the Ashkenazi approach is kind of, well, sticking their finger up their butts and trying to find an answer. So let me tell you how the Ashkenazim... But what do you uh, what do you respond to Rabbi Balsam's opinion about the Sephardim that they are just that the Chacham the Chacham wasn't so smart. Rabbi Balsam says that the, that the Chacham was. The, All due respect, Rabbi Balsam. There's a reason why every single Rishon other than can I can I, can I say Rabbi Balsam's opinion? Bishnei Rabbi Balsam. Um, he says that the Chacham is not like so smart. The Chacham is just the one guy in the town who was able to read English or Hebrew or whatever. Everyone else, they're just illiterate. So the Chacham, you know, he was just like no one. Yeah, there's a reason why the Europeans went after every single Ashkenazi Jew and tried to kill him. There's a reason why. Wasn't that the Holocaust? No, no, no. One example was the Holocaust, the Crusades, there was that. But, you know, there's We're, a reason. They, 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 what, what books do they have? They had Rashi, they had the Tosfos. Don't get me started on the Tosfos. Let me get you started on the Tosfos. <laughs> hold on. Yeah. There's a reason why in Sephardat, we produced actual intellectual literature. We have... Ibn Azal, Yesod Mora, I'm sure most Rebbeim in this fine institution has never heard of it, even though he is one of the most famous Rishonim. Okay, there's, I think, I think Gavar Peterman used to talk about him. No, I didn't. You, what's, your, what's your take on Gavar Peterman? Real quick. Hold on, hold on. We're, we're in the middle of a tangent. We don't need a, you know, we don't need a re-tangent. Shout out to Mr. Milano about tangents. Okay. Um, so, 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 so. Right, so, 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 there's Ibn Azal, Yesod Mora, there's Haram Baris Mora Nebuchim, there's... Uh, 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 there's, there's I mean, I can name these all in Arabic, but you guys don't understand Arabic. Do you think the should teach Arabic? Absolutely. Judaic literature has been written for centuries in Arabic. You cannot possibly understand Jewish philosophy without understanding Arabic. What, uh, name one safer that, like, you'll really gain from within Arabic. The Moran Abuhim, the Tafsir. You think we should replace Senora with, like, Ahmed? Absolutely not Ahmed. We could have Musa. And they will teach us. They will teach us Arabic. There's no reason why everyone can't speak Arabic. That, that's all I'll say there. Do you think that should be a fundamental language? Like, like in ninth grade, they made us take. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. What do we really get? Peterman does nothing. She plays songs about chocolate. She has five different songs about different types of chocolate. She has chocolate milk. She has chocolate man. And, and, and a bunch of songs about the weather. Now, now, instead of doing that, we can learn Arabic so that we can actually start to understand Jewish philosophy. Um, you don't think we gain anything from Gary Biedman's class? Yes, I now learned that in Israel they sell chocolate milk in bags. <laughs> um, but you learned about that on Shoko. And all the Israeli, yes. Israeli politics regarding yes, uh, Netanyahu. When I went on Kolo, uh, uh, I mean, I spoke Hebrew before, but all the guys that, that only knew Hebrew from, I only, the only know Hebrew from, uh, from, from Yuvan Birman, went up to the Israeli mother, Adon Shoko, Holech, Bavakasha, Otubu. No, no, it doesn't do anything. Instead, we get a rigorous teacher. Shout out to my friend David Davies, who after a couple of years in May, goes up to a man trying to order shawarma and goes, uh, he, obviously he wanted the shawarma to go because, you know, he already had one there, so he needs a second one. So he goes, Ani rosa shawarma lech lecha. He wanted the shawarma to go. Okay, but continue. 
We can hear about yeah. that Don Chocone as well. All right, so, you know, Eva Peterman, for all her curls and all the respect I have for her curls, she does nothing other than bully the kids that actually speak Hebrew. <laughs> yeah, I think she failed all the kids in my class who actually spoke Hebrew. You know, you weren't in honors. I was in honors? There's no kids in your classes. Anyway, anyway, not the point. The point is that we're getting to the Ashkenazic <laughs> interpretation of how it switches from Midian to Ishmael. So, unfortunately, there was an, a, a, a serious, serious lacking of biblical texts in, in Ashkenaz. Therefore, when the Rashbam tries to shin together why it says Ishmael, that Midian, he has to make a whole field pool about why it goes from Ishmael to Midian. Okay, what can we do? All right, now next topic. Now we're meeting. Yes. Some of our listeners may be aware that we are running against each other uh, for presidents. Yeah, I believe you were running under the campaign of Make DRS Litvish while I was under the campaign of Make DRS Lubavitch. No, so I thought you were ma- under, I was under the impression that you were trying to make DRS Haredi. I, no, I've, I've heard this misconception. Make DRS the Bukharian barbershop in the laundry room. And bathroom, and bathroom. We have two locations now. Right, we have two locations, bathroom and 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 lunchroom. I think this would be a good opportunity uh, for our listeners to decide who they're going to vote for when uh, uh, trying to elect the next president. So I guess we can take turns discussing why we should all be president. Okay, so I'll, I'll let you start. I'll let you start, Freddie. Like, okay, you you are running. CRS is in a place where, unfortunately, half the Rabbanim are obsessed with the capitalistic Hasidic mindset in which they absorb the Christian nonsense that they were surrounded by and insist in bringing it into DRS. Why is it that on the DRS Shabbaton, there are kids clapping, clapping, clapping? There's an inclusive Mishnah that is Asur. The that you can't clap? No, uh, yeah, I mean, clapping's... Yeah, you, you can't clap on Shabbat. No, meaning the Christians say you can, but I like Judaism. Ah. Okay, so... So you think we're all being Mechal Shabbat and by clapping? Absolutely. Okay, where do you get this no clapping from? The Mishnah. The Mishnah. Okay. Right, right. Continue. Uh, jumping is also Asur. Dancing is Asur. All these things are Asur. Now, now, if we were to take DRS from a place of Hasidism and turn it into a place of Litvish, first of all, we'd be able to extend Shear. That is something... What is your goal on how long Shear should be, Freddie? Maybe three to five hours. <laughs> Three to five hours. What, what would Rabbi Willig Shear be doing? Rabbi the Rabbi Willig Shear. Rabbi Willig Shear? No, no, no. Meaning, it's very important to have a general education. You cannot, you cannot understand the Gemara without having a solid... For sure, for sure. But like, so you three to five hours... Half, half Gemara, half general studies. Mm-hmm. Do you think... Do you think... Do you think any... What do you think the real gain would be from five hours this year? The real gain would be that we will have a Seder where you'd be able to develop your, understand, your understanding of Gemara on your own. And it would have time that when everyone comes to class, here officially starts at 9, kids don't get there till 9.15. Then everybody will And then they go to, driving in their cars to the giant right, bagel. Right, they go to the giant bagel, Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, baby, baby, can I go downstairs? My Uber Eats here, I got Dunkin' Donuts today. And um, then they all have their Florida okay, licenses. So, so, now you, so they're all driving at 16. What's your take on the Florida licenses, Freddie? Okay, these Florida's kids... Florida's a geschmack state. They really understood, understood the Constitution. They understood the Constitution, yes. Right. They have guns, okay. they have alligators. Young kids that don't know how to learn Gemara, this is, we, we're, we're, by the way, we take questions. If you ever want to shoot a, 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 a question when, uh, when, when. Yeah, you, you could always, you know, we, we take questions. You can always, always, always shoot me a question. So, if you ever have a question, um, it, you should always feel free to, Always feel free to ask me a question.
All right, uh, please hold on while we take this commercial break. We're experiencing some technical difficulties. Yeah, uh, when we make the art slip fish again, we'll have a much more rigorous curriculum in Talmudic studies. And uh, people ask, uh, what if they can't learn Gemara? So, uh, yeah, we they should certainly be with Rodrigo. What's up, DRS? What? Yeah, they should certainly, certainly, certainly learn, be with Rodrigo. Don't, 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 know how to learn Gemara, they have no place learning Gemara. So they Where do you think they should be? They you think go... they should be with Rodrigo learning how to clean the floors? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Rodrigo and his friends now are starting to trend in DRS, putting uh, uh, actual screws in your ears. <laughs> you know, it used to be uh, uh, earrings, now people are pulling up to school with uh, screws. I'm not sure if that's just in case he may need to fix something <laughs> so he has one on him, or if it's a style choice. Uh, what about we, nails? We, what about nails? We do intend on having Vlad as one of our future guests. Oh, that'd be amazing. It could be that Vlad incorrectly read the Bible where it discusses in Pirashat Mishpatim about the, the Ever Debris when he wants to stay forever. Oh, he wants to be an Ever Debris in, yeah. in DRS forever. Yeah, he wants, to, he wants to stay with DRS forever, but please, you're supposed to take it out. You're not supposed to keep it in forever. Okay, uh, that, that may be his misunderstanding. You know, if you're a janitor, I'll leave it at that. Um, let's move on to a new topic. Um, so another topic that everyone's discussing at DRS is Dr. Hillel the dude Broder. Now, <laughs> can I hear your best Dr. Broder impression? You know, in Maimonides, I hear that, you know, it's not just the principal that likes poetry. It's actually some of the actual students like poetry. You know, we do slam poetry here at DRS. We partake in the competition. Shout out to Joe Kahan. And, and you know, my mom has always impressed me. They have different poetry about, they have different, they have different poems about different ideas. You like, think DRS, uh, Dr. Broder is leaving DRS for a school with you know, poetry? You know, you know I'm, 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 not, I'm not sure if Dr. Broder is actually leaving, but the hack is, is that, you know, he applied to get this job in my mom's um, where he can teach poetry. Where, well, I mean, have you ever read any of his poetry books? Dr. Broder? Yeah. Dr. Broder, Dr. Broder has a bunch of, he, he you know, uh, let me quote Dr. Broder, you know, Poetry is like a personal experience. It's almost like... It's almost like... It's almost like davening. You know, uh... I've read all my poems down in a journal, and I've never really shared them with anyone, because that's like a really, really personal thing. Uh, uh, uh... It'd be like sharing your uh, journal entries publicly. Uh, uh, uh... Sometimes I would... I could, I could see myself sharing my, uh... My slam poetry, though. Yeah, in Dr. Broder's ninth grade English class, uh... You know, I write my poems in a journal, um, and I don't like to share it with people. Maybe one day when I die, they might find it and publish it, but that's up to my children. Um, it, but, you know, poetry is very, very personal. I don't like sharing it at all. Uh-huh. Uh, Freddie, have you ever written any poetry? I hear you're writing a book, Freddie. Well, I'll just both questions. So, in Dr. Yeah. Broder's ninth grade English class, we'll have to. Um, up, in Dr. Broder's ninth grade English class, I was forced to write poetry. My poem was about how much I hate poetry. Uh huh. Can you can you explain that poem for me? Should we read it? Yeah. Was you know it, what? We'll post it on the. Was it? Was it? We'll I hate it. rhymes. My teacher makes me do it all the times. No, Whenever my teacher makes me rhyme, I feel like I want a dime. No, that, that's not what the poem was about. We'll, we'll, we'll post a link to it in the description. Okay. Okay. Um, now, in other news, um, 
In other news about my book, my book will be coming out in 26 years. 26 if my, if years. my math is correct. When you are? When I'm? When you're how old? 42. 26 years from now. However, that we can do the math. You're for, when you were 42. You know, in workshop class, we actually take from kids, you know, kids actually get worse in math in workshop class because we just, you know, do the wrong math, so it actually gets us worse at it. So, <laughs> 16 plus 26. It's 42. It's, yeah. Okay. So, 42 of my book should be published. Um, it's going to be a compilation of different essays that um, you have written over the years. Uh, yes. Written in Arabic or in English? All in English. All in English. Why not Arabic? Well, I want it to be accessible to the general populations. To the to the Halb kids of DRS. Halb, South Shore, all of them. Okay. Now, yeah, on to a new topic. What What is your opinion on Sir Gray? Sir Gray. No, I know, I know, I know. I know. We'll, we'll wait for the amazing DRS bells. It's brought to us by Ruben Gampel. You know, like I was talking about before, how DRS is really a can. Uh, we even have songs playing as our bells. When I am elected as DRS president, we will do away with this bell system and go back to five things. <laughs> Didn't you love when it was the uh, USSR national anthem playing as our bell? And Ms. Vulak had a heart attack. Vulak. Not Ms. Vulak. Ms. Vulak. <laughs> yeah, Sir Gray. Sir Gray is a very interesting individual. It kind of looks I like... I hear you spend a lot of time in his class, although you're not in his um, pre-calc class. That's true. Uh, 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 Sir Gray... As we like to call him. Why do you I call think, him Sir Gray? Well, what's what's the reason behind his I'm amazing not, nickname, I'm Sir not, Gray? I'm not sure, but let's let's we, we have to end soon. But the reason why, the reason why, uh, Sir Gray's class is so fun is because he's kind of deaf, so certain individuals can yell swear words. Shivi, like Shivi, could you shout the N word in the middle of Mr. Gray's class and? Uh, he won't really comprehend it. And, you know, I think I heard once that being deaf can also affect your uh, actual speech. And that's why when he talks, he's kind of like, I'm the black quantum. So, so that probably has to do with it because his hearing isn't really so great. So that's why when he... Uh, if you had to t pick one teacher in DRS as the best overall teacher, who would it be? Absolutely. Best overall. Mr. Freshman. Ableus. Mr. Ableus. Slita. Slita. Uh -huh. I had it for a total of one day. <laughs> what happened there? Well, I kind of walked in. Uh huh. I saw him. I laughed. <laughs> and I laughed. <laughs> All right. And that's the Fatty Chill Show. Thank you for listening. Please join us back. I don't know how often we're going to do this, but hopefully every day, period eight, this will be posted. Thank you all for listening. Freddie would like. All right, and now I'll just share the first stanza of my poem. I hate poetry! I hate it very much! It's like the worst hangover that never stops. It's worse than diarrhea, and that's saying something. All right, there you go. All right, catch us uh we don't have, we have a pretty erratic schedule, so catch us whenever you get a notification on your phone on the DRS chat with a new episode. Um, send us questions, comments, anything. You know the drill, um, and I'll catch you back in our very next episode. See you later.